we're going to start fully in a few minutes here, making sure everything is set up properly. And all right, perfect. Alright, hello. So I'm going to cut this part here and we're going to start the podcast now. So hello everyone and welcome to episode 2 of CCTV. How's everybody doing today? Good afternoon, Mr. Pac-Man. How's it going? Good afternoon! Alright, so today we've got a special guest. We have the pleasure of introducing... A guest today for League of Legends. Name is Venom. Venom. Hello. Hello. So, for those who don't know what League of Legends is, League of Legends, the team-based multiplayer online battle arena, the game developed by and published as well by Riot Games, which is based off of a freemium model and has a ton of microtransactions. I believe some of them like. So, here we go. So, Venom, I've got a question for you. Shoot. How do you feel about the about games with microtransactions? In general, microtransactions just suck. You know, pay-to-win platforms are garbage. But most games nowadays, especially what I've found in League, is you're going to... You don't have to pay to win. With League itself, you get a lot of, let's say, free characters that you can use. It starts you off with at least one or two, and then you can basically earn them as you play. So the whole notion that a game shouldn't be liked because there are microtransactions is really crazy to me because there are so many ways you can earn anything you want in the game without actually having to pay real money. 
All right. And you, Booyah? Okay. So you, so you put in the work, and you get the characters, and you have the experience. So the other people will have the money, and they'll have the character, but they won't have the experience? Pretty much. Is, I mean, that, is that what happens? Yeah. That, yeah. That so sense. basically, like, if you spend the money, you're going to wind up buying the character, and then you don't know the character. You still got to put time into mm -hmm. the character to learn it and try to play it. So you probably don't you, even know all the other characters building up to that point. Exactly. You know, uh, they give you some basic starter ones that should work, you know, for you as far as like what you might like to play for the different areas. And then you just go with it from there. Buying one, you know, you might go and look on a website and be like, oh, okay, this guy's meta. He's supposed to be really good. There's a learning curve. You drop the money on it. And then next thing you know, you're sitting there fighting trying to go oh this guy sucks because you didn't take the time to learn the game or the position you just drop money to try to get there right i get that i feel like i i feel like i see i saw the same of that with warframe there was a lot of great things you could do and oh, never yeah. even spend a dime oh god yes i love warframe so yeah, there's I, a I ton would, of games I, out there like i would that. with it, the way it sounds i would compare it more to warframe than anything else with yeah. its microtransactions you don't have to deal with it if you don't want to exactly so, Which is a pretty brilliant feel, model. How do you feel about the the you know microtransaction model in league in general, like that specific? It's really not bad. Uh, like I said, honestly, it's it's if you want to buy a character, you can. You know, I myself have bought some characters here and there. You know, because I don't mind supporting the game developer, but I've also ran through and grinded you know daily challenges to get points to pick up things. Uh, the one thing I won't do is get skins because I refuse to pay for cosmetics. That I rather earn. Oh yeah, so I can get that, that. Actually, brings up a good point. Um, so on on the characters that you bought, was it was it because it was like, hey, it's gonna be a real pain to get these characters, and they're really good, and if I buy them, it's gonna help me boost, or is it like, you know what, I got the extra, I'm gonna help out with the, you know, was it more of like I needed like this boost, or was it more of like this would be nice. It was a, this would be nice. Uh, I think the first time I bought a character, uh, like a buddy that was getting me into League gave me a gift of like $25 to go and pick up a couple people. And, you know, this was after, our, you know, I was like invested playing the game for at least a month and it wasn't going to be one of those we're both dumping money into something that we don't need to be playing with. Um, so mm -hmm. it wound up like I, at that point in time, I found my niche or where I like to play, you know, what role and everything and so it was like okay well i want a little more depth in here so if somebody chooses this character or they ban this character i could still play this role and have someone else that i'm familiar with oh yeah mm -hmm. for me like i personally don't like i don't play games like league because i get annoyed really easily um Literally, it'll take me like three seconds to just like slam my mouse into the desk if I die one time. But I do, I did enjoy like the scheme of like how the game went. The game was pretty fluid, especially for computers that weren't like amazing. Um, mm -hmm. I personally would say that, of course, for the people that they've got playing it, they have a really good base. Uh, personally, I really. <laughs> <laughs> it's the type of game that I, I need to like spend a lot of time on and I already do that for like R6 and Escape from Tarkov so it's just too much focus for me I, I can't really comprehend all of that 
So, uh, Booyah, you want to ask the next one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so with this, like, uh, let's say, because I myself, I stay in the tutorials. I don't even play people because I just like whenever I see anything, it's like, oh, so I, I have this just I enjoy fighting the, <laughs> the uh, AI. Well, if I want to get into the game and actually play, am I going to have a problem playing with people, even though I've had it like, you know, I've played a little bit just like there, but am I going to have a problem because of the microtransactions? Like there's going to be a lot of new players with just great characters that I'm just going to be facing. And they're going to be way better than me? No, By not default. really. Because um, like I said earlier, it's still, they're going to buy the character, but you, you still got to learn the character. The microtransactions don't really give you an advantage like that. You know, it's, it's just a different, if anything, it's more of a handicap because they're spending money to get this character that they have no idea and they jump right into the game. You know, so it's not really a, there's no real direct advantage. It's, it's not like a pay to win. It's just more like paying to unlock another part of a game, like a DLC or something, if you will. Uh, because they go, you go through the game, whether you're playing with bots, like bots is the best way to learn like the general mechanics. But bot games to even not even ranked, just regular uh, going against people, regular PvP uh, is a whole different level. You can have the bots jacked up to the max difficulty, and it'll still be a whole different level from going through and playing actual people. The bots have their algorithms and they run, you know, like they're supposed to. As the game was designed, they typically stay in their lane. You know, the jungler comes out and ganks when he's supposed to in proper situations. But going up against people, you'll have, you know, brave things. Instead of having two, uh, you know, a support and an ADC down in the bottom lane, you've got somebody soloing the bottom lane. And not only do you have a jungler running around, but, you know, you've got your ADC ro roaming around, popping up in places where it's like, you're not supposed to be there. I wasn't prepped for this. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, do, you, do you think you'll spend money on the game going forward to gain any edge? Or do you think, nah, like, no matter what I do, all I need is skill? Yeah. It's, it's, more, it's definitely more skill-based because... Between just earning some characters and buying some characters, it's it's still a long a long bit of it is just practice. Um, I'll probably spend money for sure if there's like a new character that drops and I really want to grab them quick instead of waiting, you know, to grind it. Because nowadays, I think the pay scale on it is for people who play fifty million different games, you know. I don't lock myself into one thing. Sometimes league can get annoying, especially if you're in a long queue time trying to find if you're going to have people to play with. So it's like, oh, you rage and you jump over somewhere else. So, you know, it's more the instant gratification to go, yeah, I really don't have the time or the desire right now to grind this. I'm not in the mood to grind it. So let me get it and see what it's all about kind of a thing. Mm. Yeah, I can get that. I understand wow. that. Yeah. 
So, um, do you want to move? <laughs> you want me to move to the next? Yeah, for All right, sure. Perfect. All right. So, there's two main maps and their corresponding modes of gameplay, Summoner's Rift and Howling Abyss. In doing some research, we find that there were two more, Crystal Scar and Twisted Tree Line, which have since been removed and discontinued. According to our research, Summoner's Rift is by far the most popular map. Not only does it have a lot of team and team-on-team -team action, but it has also got plenty of opportunities to fight non-player elements to grow and level up your heroes before engaging the other team. You can read the next one. I don't want to keep on like howling you. Oh, no, I I think we're doing just fine. I think I think we're doing fine. You just All keep right, going perfect. whenever you feel like it. Uh, Howling Abyss, on the other hand, seems to remove a lot of that, that extra space and non-PvP action to force this massive team versus team action a lot sooner in the match uh, in a sort of hardcore mode, which was something I didn't recognize at first, but I'm just like trying to figure out more about the game and just watch videos and see what other people do so I can be cool too. I didn't even know. <laughs> Out of these two game modes, which is which is your favorite Venom, and uh, what about it connects to you the most? I live in Summoner's Rift. Um, it's just to me, it feels like the classic. It's what you see when you go watch the esports. That's what they're always in, and the it's um it's a little more strategic. Uh, Howling Abyss reminds me a lot of the big Coliseum area, like if you were playing Smite. So there's just, it's, you know, your only way you're leveling up is by destroying the other team. And so if they've got a lot of ranged people or, you know, different abilities that are, are going to break through your guys, they're going to have a cap and they're going to level so much faster versus, you know, the Summoner's Rift. There's so many different options for you to be able to get that edge and kind of also keep it almost on an even playing field. Uh, you've got, you know, your minions in lane that you've got to constantly kill. So you can push up the lane and break down your tower to break down the enemy's defense. So that keeps you constantly leveled. There's all the different jungle minions. Um, they're a little beefier. They also tend to give you buffs. Then there are the different elemental dragons, which usually a good jungler can take care of on his own, which gives a team a whole buff. And then what they call, um, oh boy, the, uh, the lane barons, they essentially on kill, you get the, use them as a power to take out an entire lane. So you, the jungler will kill that baron, take it in lane, go ahead and activate it, and this big creature that you just fought is now plowing through the waves of minions and just going full aggro on the tower. So, you know, stuff like that is, for me, it's more strategic and I like it a lot better because you have to think about it. You know, anything that's in the jungle, it's not locked to a specific and it's real, real dark in there. So you can't, you know, your line of sight is not wide. So you could get jumped by the enemy. You could go run up on something thinking you're going to get it and the entire enemy team is there and you're gone, you know? So it takes a lot of dedication and, and strategy and skill to be playing in the summoner's rift versus the big free for all, in my opinion. Oh, 
I didn't even know you could do that with the. I didn't. I didn't know that's what. I mean, I knew a jungler went through, but I thought they were just gathering like little trinkets and crap. You know, like I didn't know you could grab this awesome monster and throw them at the enemy. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. And by the way, are you playing a game back there? Oh. The, somebody's. I heard. I heard a lot of. I heard a lot of this. Oh, that's me typing. My apology. <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, that that sounded like yeah. Like I'm right. gonna die. <laughs> nah, so and I was like, is that you're keeping really cool if you're about to die? Whatever. <laughs> <And then, laughs> I thought he's so he's playing and just chatting along. <laughs> no, <laughs> just like fighting along. All right. So I completely lost where we were because of that. <laughs> Twi Twisted Tree Line was basically, or so it seems, a, a smaller version of Summoner's Rift, but with two teams of three players instead of the common teams of five players each. Uh, according to our research, though, this mode was completely removed because no one wanted to play it. Yeah, there was literally zero interaction in that one. Like, you want to talk about long queue times? You had to go in with a squad of three and hope that another squad of three was trying to play <laughs> that's like that's like uh i remember that being the case when i wanted to play hide and seek in counter-strike source but nobody wanted to play it and nobody had a server running it and if you ran your own maybe nobody knows what i'm talking about here but in counter-strike source you play a game called hide and seek where you can change your body into like a potted plant or like something and you run around the map and you hide i think they they made the same game mode in Minecraft now. Oh, I think so. I've I've heard of something similar, like a uh, but yeah, Hunger Games. It was like nobody wanted to play it. It was like maybe, yeah. I was like, ah. But you, uh, you see where we're at now? Yeah. No, no, exactly. So, I guess I'll read this this part then. <laughs> Crystal Scar, <laughs> on the other hand, was a sort of capture the zone game style, but with a few extra zones and. Some other f fun stuff as well. The note, at least, was, according to our research, discontinued, although the map still gets used sometimes. So, I've got a question for you. Did you ever get to play any of these game modes? And what were your thoughts on them, if you ever did? So, I've been in and out of League, but whenever I did play, like, it's, God, it's been at least six years that I've been playing it. It was never completely religious, but I was never too far away from it. But I never like I never had the desire to jump into the other modes. I watched gameplay of them, and it's definitely interesting. Like um, the whole capture the zones thing is really fun. As far as th like that's my main PvP when I'm playing like a Call of Duty or like a Destiny, wanting to actually like do the capture of the zones. Those are fun. But when it came to League, you know, I wanted it to be something different. I wanted that arena feel the different tactics everybody had their role so i kind of just stayed a purist i guess and stayed to the main core game all right so after hearing about these modes would you or would you not like to see them brought back and how come i think it's always good to have more than one base mode so Probably, like, if nobody was using them, there was a reason for it. So it would be, it wouldn't be a bad idea for them to be revisited and brought back. They're they're making so much money with this game, and there's so much popularity that I think if they tweaked it and made it a little more interesting to play, 
or even like incentivize it where you had to jump in and play the game mode to get certain buffs or you know extra bounties for experience to reach a mastery with a character i think that would be a cool idea and i'd definitely jump into it then you know give us a reason to go for it not like hey this is a side thing you can do but there's no real purpose so why even try yeah i get that uh all right so what do you think of these four game modes and why would any of them interest you booyah I actually want to play that. Uh, well, one thing, I want to play the original mode because I never do. And I want to play as a jungler and bring that demon out in the middle of everybody and throw him in front of everybody and make them deal with it. And I want to play that capture the zone game and see just how that plays out in this type of game. I, I didn't think this type of game would be ever like cover something like that. So I always thought it was just you're playing the riff. It's very basic. It's kind of like Counter Strike. You start, you have money, buy things, go. You know. Oh yeah. And uh, found out there's just a lot more. And I should have known that being a game designer and realizing just how popular this is. And uh, but I would definitely choose Capture the Zone because I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> it's a booyah. You can cover the next. Um, the. <laughs> You know, the past few times I was about to start talking, you were like, yo, you talk. Yes. Now talk. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh, the heroes of the game are quite varied, and there are plenty to choose from, uh, being the character you play in the game, each with their own abilities and stats. However, it seems the creators decided to settle on six main types of heroes. Uh, one is Marksman, the ranged melee combatants of the game, best at attacking from a distance, and are favored for, for taking out enemy towers and non-player elements. Mages, the ranged ability users who attack from a distance like the Marksman, but are more preferred for attacking enemy heroes with devastating force. It's extremely squishy, people. I play them. I think that's the character I've played the most. It's that one that has, like, dual guns. She's just running around akimbo with these, like, old blunderbusses that just have unlimited ammo it's good. and the slayers these fellows man these they may be a little squishy themselves but they have extremely high mobility rates and are often used to assassinate other squishy heroes like mages and marksmen the two people that i probably play which sucks so i would be watching out for slayers in my life and I, is that um Venom, to be clear, is that there's a guy that I played in like the training and he has like this sword and he goes around, he becomes invisible and just takes out a bunch of the mob. Is that like him? Yeah, I'm trying to think if he looks like he has now. like nine eyeballs. Like yes, Amnesia, um, not I know what you're talking about, but he, he he's like, yeah, that type of assassin role, and that's mm -hmm. one of his perks where he goes invisible and can actually. That that helps him go on the attack. So he's mainly he can be used in lane, but you'll mainly see him as a jungler because he'll be in and out, and he'll pop that invisibility to go and just insert himself straight in the middle of a fight, and you know, kind of game over. Okay, so that's that's something I might even enjoy as well. It's like a rogue. Mm -hmm. uh, there's also there's also tanks. I rarely ever play a tank. 
But these guys, they're slower. They sacrifice that speed and attack for the ability to take a hit. Um, I didn't take. I didn't know they take. They sacrifice more attacks, so they're basically just a sponge. Wow, they're kind of like Rocky Balboa. That's a perfect reference. He got annihilated in the first Rocky movie. How is he standing? Because yeah, he he didn't he didn't want to go down. Um, tanks also tend to have the abilities designed to take on multiple enemies at once, uh, absorbing damage as marksmen and mages deal massive damage on the stalled enemy lines. Um, yeah, the fighter, um, who I would have, I, I didn't really know exists. These fellows are rely mostly on just physical melee, and uh, while they're not as sturdy as tanks, you know, they're they're modesty. Modestly even stats allow them to get the job done. And uh, the controller, uh, these best buddies, which I thought, I think I play this like type of character, the support in, um, in Smite. Uh, these guys, they tend to not be attacking. Orient, they're, they're not spending their time attacking. Uh, but make no mistake about it. They have... Uh, their issues too from acting both as healer and saboteur supporting their team while sub simultaneously reducing the other team to a bumbling bunch of bumpkins so <laughs> uh, let, me, let me ask you this Venom uh, what was your first hero type and uh, why, did, why did you choose it I want to say I started as a mage. Um, mage or more of the marksman. Actually, yeah. So I was in a marksman class. Then the first one I played was Ash. Uh, she was a bow ranger. And that's because my buddies were like, listen, I could play support. You and me will go in the bottom lane. We'll run around, get a feel for the game. Once you know what you want and what you're doing, how the game is to progress, then we can move you on. And so, yeah, so I started I started with the Marksman, and from there, um, I like the ranged characters. I like being, you know, out of the way, but I kind of got tired of the squishiness really quick. So I wound up transitioning um, and just went more or less your, your assassins or your fighters. I just went and started learning and hiding in the jungle. Okay. Did did you do you find that the marksman class was a great thing to start with? Not just because you had a friend that would help, but just as oh, a like a beginner. Absolutely. Um, any of the marksman or like the mage, anything with range that allows you to kind of see what's coming, so you're not you know head first into it is really good because mm. you can sit there and just like poke the bear you know as long as you're keeping people at bay and killing your minions you're leveling up and you're getting a feel for the progression of the game and so it's not it, it's not like sitting there jumping in to somebody who's got to be close range and to be able to pick off the minions or try to like harass the enemy away you're not right up in their face and going oh wow i was not prepared for this fight i'm dead now you know, so yeah, mm -hmm. I definitely for beginners, I would say anybody 
as far as the like a, a ranged fighter, be it marksman or mage, is perfect. And you have a little bit more time to run away. Exactly. While you're pushing your friend forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then that's the best thing is to <laughs> like when you're learning early on, just poke the bear, hide underneath your tower because if they attack you, the tower goes instantly from targeting the enemy minions to attacking the the enemy combatant, and that right there, that that tower shot, that's like one or two hits, and I don't care how big you are, one or two hits from the tower and you're down. So Ooh. you don't you don't mess around mm-hmm. under the tower without protection. And if you would be so kind. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to figure out better like ways to like go back and forth. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. We're still on questions, correct? Yes, sir. All right. My brain is going like everywhere. <laughs> All right. So do you have a Under fallback controller. hero? I'm so confused. <laughs> so do you have a fallback right. hero type for when you wanna have the easiest way to win a any match? I I feel more in control when I'm playing the jungle. I feel like I could just go mind my own business, poke around. Do I have to do inside there? Get the team buffs and then jump into the fights when I when I can. Um, that that's that's the e- those are usually my easiest matches, uh, because outside of jumping into a team fight to try to help tip the scales in our favor. My only role is to farm and get the buffs for the entire team. So I'm not typically, you know, it's not like it's a, not a crucial role, but I'm not typically always in fights. You know, I'm just running around supporting everybody when I can. So say somebody's got to leave lane, you know, they got the lane pushed up pretty far, but they got to leave cause they're low health. So if they leave, while they're gone, that you know that lane has a chance to get pushed back against them. So I could run in and hold off the lane, hold off the minions until they get back, so we're not losing any progress. I can pop in if somebody's getting you know two on one. I can even it up, or if it's you know two on two, come in, make it uneven, and knock them out. Um, but yeah, the, those are the. The jungle jungler matches are always the easiest for me. I'd have to say second easiest would be support because I get to just sit there and keep pushing the line forward and making sure that, you know, my ADC stays alive. Outside of that, you know, it's the whole game, you know, has a role. If you're if you're the main damage dealer on your bottom lane or if you're running mid or top lane, you know, you have to stay engaged with the enemy and you have to keep them back at all costs. Otherwise, if you start losing towers and they get back into our base, that's solely on you because you weren't fighting right, you weren't picking your shots, and you basically screwed up. Huh. I, I always hated games like that. Where it's just like, not that I hated it, it's just it felt so... It it kept me in motion, and I never liked that. Like I wanted, like I always want, like a minute to relax. But oftentimes, mm-hmm. I just have to keep on going, and it's just me relax for two seconds. So that's why I stay in the jungle. You you want to breathe and relax? That's where you go. Like I get. 
But booyah. That's good to know. Which type interests you? Like, which, what interests you the most? And what would you, uh, would you end up trying the game out if you already haven't? Oddly enough, the jungler now. Like, um, <laughs> well, because for a few reasons. I've tried jungler. And I was like, you know what? I, that, that was my first original thought. I was like, I think I'm going to have a great time being like, you know, kind of like a miscellaneous, helpful person, you know, yeah. let alone just because I would, that would be like my only other choice besides being support because that's like my favorite. I mean, in Overwatch, I'm Zenyatta main, like in other play things, like I just, I'm, I'm main support on everything. So if I were to go do anything and I wanted to have a little bit different of a time, I would choose a jungler just based on how many things that can happen. That can like I honestly would, I honestly would do the same because I have no I idea what else to do in the game. So if mm. jungling works, then I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I guess like if I played anything now, it's mostly a mage slash support main on any of the games like for this Dota two and Smite because I consider them very similar in the way they play. Just on how on your on your need to choose certain things to progress within the game. It's almost like, do I buy a Deagle or do I buy an M4? Like, there's taking that from Counter-Strike to that, you know, it's like... Oh, yeah, you're making the choices. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I was thinking more of all the choices are very similar. But similar, when it comes but like to that, hard. I love being helpful for the team so I spend more time being a support. And a jungler is like a mix. You're help you're being very helpful for the team and giving them like all those boosts and all those things that you can get in the jungle. That sounds fun to me. Yeah. All right. So, there's five reasons why people love and hate League. Like five things they like and five things they don't like. So, League is a very popular game and one of the most watched games on Twitch currently. Since this is a popular game, we're going to start off with the obviously popular opinions from what we've heard, right? So firstly, we have seen the comments about how even though it is a freemium game, it is well developed. And this is a good thing because it seems that many freemium games released nowadays are buggy and sometimes those bugs never get fixed. So kudos to you, Riot, for putting the time to make sure that the game is well made. And uh, Booyah, what are the other freemium types of games that you can think of right now that were actually good and not just a mess of bugs, especially at first? Uh, so I think Warframe, um, but it had its bugs. I There's a... Oof, I was not ready for that, even though I read it. <laughs> even though I knew it was coming, I still wasn't ready. A buggy I guess. freemium um, game. Cough, cough, <laughs> Um, well, I guess, I mean, Destiny 2 shouldn't count because it just became free because they, they needed a boost in ratings. And then that means uh, but, if it just became free. Because it's like not yeah. buggy. But... <laughs> Fortnite then, honestly. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I have to say it, okay, because there's a lot it's of true. reasons why it just... It runs well. I don't care about the people in it. I don't care about all the stuff that goes on because I don't really... Like, I played the game whenever it was coming out and I saw what the developers were doing. Like, I was like, yep, 
I'm going to check this out. And I played Summoner. I, not Summoner. I played, I was playing the um, the other portion of the game, the part that you have to pay to play. And I played that for a long time. But the moment that free part came out, nobody plays that. And I actually it, like it the was paid. a massive shift from, yeah, save the world. Thank you. Like it was a massive shift from go, from having a lot of people in the save the world and it being very exciting to you cannot find a single person to help you with whatever you're trying to get accomplished to move on to your next goal. But oh, then yeah, you go and into heard. the Fortnite game, like the the Battle Royale, and there's just so many people you don't even you want to find the right place because you just don't want to get murked by all these like people that have been putting five thousand hours per night, you know? Like yeah. like these people, like they're really they, you you fire one shot at them and then there's a house built behind them. Like like they have a house built before you could do anything. That's one of the reasons why I don't play play that. But it's still very well made. And yeah, that's the really only is. game that I would consider that it was well made from the beginning and free. Apex is a great one. Thank you. That helps. Exactly. Also, for, quickly, back to Fortnite real quick. Save the World, I heard was supposed to be free. I heard and seen, actually, that it was supposed to be free back in 2019. Mm-hmm. And it never came free at all. That's kind of like Look, the most I interesting I just think, part of it. I think it's because they no one it's plays their it. only real income. And I think what happens is, is parents, like not their only real income, they have tons of income. I'm just saying like for that, I think parents are buying those that portion of the game for their kids. Thinking then, oh, okay, I'll, it's not as expensive as the other games. And the kid gets it and they're like, I don't, I want this. I've already got that game. It's free. I can get, I can That's I, where I think that comes from. Yeah, I never understood that. That's but like I could cuz it's not of, popular. Yeah, really is. Apex is one of I the best. Have, I still have two free keys. Whenever I bought mine cuz I bought the Founders edition, okay? Mm-hmm. That was like I think I spent over $200 on Fortnite before Battle Royale ever came out. Now that was a portion of me like going through school. I was in game design. I was kind of like paying credits to like these other game designers who were doing really good things. So I was like kind of like helping be a part of the su- support for that. Shoot, I didn't even see the free part coming. Yeah. And I was trying to tell people it was going to be it was going to be great and I gave away two free copies to friends. They never touched it. Not once. Well, people will play that free one cuz that free part well, the free part is just so has so many people in it. It works so well. It's it works on multi, on all different consoles, isn't it? Cr- crossplay for everything. Yeah. Nintendo Switch, can Xbox, you cross play even on your PC. In, uh, can you even be on your phone? Yeah. Okay. Not, not mobile. N- mobile, you can play crossplay, but for the battle royale, because I've done it multiple. Mm. Okay. Um. It's just. That's a hard. That's a hard thing to find. Something that came out free that was just so well made. I mean, that's why it got popular. There wasn't. There's. There's bugs in every game. There's just too many things trying to come together, for everything to work perfectly, and then on top of that, on so many different configurations of computers, it's ridiculous. So, that's one of those games that works just about as well as like World of Warcraft. They're oh, just yeah. up there on this on a, in a tier of their own. They just work so well. God, I hate World of Warcraft. That stupid premium thing is ridiculous to me. I never liked World of Warcraft because of that. Mm. Like, oh. I, I would have got into it if I didn't have to pay for it. 
Yeah. And that's a good thing. If you play Save the World, you don't have to spend money on skins. That's cool. I guess that's why I have so many skins. Because <laughs> I was wondering, what the heck? Like, what are all these coming from? So, all right. So um, the heroes, yeah. the next point is our heroes. The Everyone loves the amount of heroes that you're able to play as. All of them, different character concepts. And the art is really awesome to see. So many options. And what is more awesome is random heroes are often available for play if you even want to just try them out. So, so for the question for you, Booyah, do you prefer games that allow you to build your character yourself or, like this one, allow you to just choose from a list of already made characters? Oh, I love them both. I like building my own character because there's that, that bit of work, but honestly, I've... I think it's almost like it's just one thing. One thing's great, and another thing's also great. I mean, uh, being able to find the character that you kind of that just suits you—that's a feeling all in itself. Because you're probably played twenty, thirty characters in a game like this before you found out that character. Oh yeah. Like the one so I mean, I I feel like that. Yeah, like once you find that character, and you're like, oh man, and like you play that character for a month, and then you're like, you know, I'm gonna try somebody else to kind of, you know, change it up. And you're like, no, I I want to go back to that character. That's the one I want to go to. So there's that. And just as as awesome as like if I was like on Ark, and I was spending all this time building that character. Is because it, it, I've been in those situations where I was running an ARC server and we had to do a complete wipe, and it's just people. It gets hurt. It, people are hurt. Their feelings are hurt. Their character is gone. <laughs> now he's crying. <laughs> so there is that. The, the, you don't have to rely on the game saves. You just lo- load in and play the character. So. That's nice too, and I think they just have their great point for <laughs> each one of them. Uh, sorry, I'd, um, that, but I have a question for you though. Yep. Uh, do you prefer games which allow you to build your character? Okay, sorry, that w- I do not know. Why I just read that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, sorry. Uh, what games can you think of that? Uh, could have been great, but were forgotten by their developers. Dude, like, any, I like have, a game that had a lot of potential. I have so many there. games that could be on that list, but one of them that I was praying for when I saw it on the back of like a a Skyrim Skyrim uh four like what is it called that disc for PlayStation three was Prey Two. I've waited for that game forever, but it's stuck in like that that like. No one knows if it's gonna release. It's not even being developed oh, anymore. With that, uh, like that's I something I, would, I waited. I would say Half Life Three. If I mean, Half Life Three is Half Life Alex at this point. <laughs> like if you think well, about that's it, that's just that's just VR. Yeah, but like it's still uh, a Half Life, the third extension to the Half. But it's not 3. a continuation. Yeah, it's just you're playing as I think Alex. Yeah. You just get to play half. It's like a remake type. Of <laughs> Solitaire. Um, <laughs> uh, 
Oh, oh, apparently, unlike most massively multiplayer games, a lot of players say that League of Legends doesn't require some huge high-speed internet to play. This is a huge thing as it open, opens up the field for many, many more players that can actually enjoy the game. Now I have a question. Is League of Legends, like, can you play that on, like, a mobile device? Uh, I think so, maybe. Hang on. Let me that do would the research. make sense, especially if, like, you, you didn't have to have the greatest connection. Uh, seems like it's only on PC. Well, Dookie Batter, that definitely needs to be on multiple. They have places. a mobile version, but it's called Wild Rift. League of Legends Wild Rift. An upcoming multiplayer mm -hmm. online battle arena video okay. game developed. In, yes. On Android. And there's also that that chess game, that battle chess, basically, the turn-based battle chess or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's um, I, I mean, how many times have you seen a required high-speed connection actually being a turn-off for games? Depends on what you're playing. I used to I, I, there's there's no games that ha that need like high speed connection because like with R six, I have friends that play with like terrible computers and like really bad internet and still manage to, you know, keep that that ping. So there's there's not well, really that, a lot of games that require it. The high speed connection in those is not a big deal, anyways. The even like a even if you ran a like a server. To where twenty people were in there, like you're still not using that much bandwidth. Oh yeah, I think in that situation people care more about paying. Are, are there games out there like I don't know what? I don't think Star Citizen would be one, but so, like I would no. think something like a massive, like something crazy. I would think that would need a great high speed connection. Um, I don't for think most, there's for the a most lot. part. I don't think that many require. I guess I would. See, I would see this as being if you if they require a LAN connection. Like if you think about it, like the LAN connection is not really like you're you're connecting to another computer in your internet, so it's not really doing too much. And like another game no, that has I mean, that needs I mean, a high sorry. Your LAN. There's there's LAN games, but your LAN is your local area network within your home. And then there's the WAN, which is the yeah. So I'm thinking like between your connection, between your computer and your modem, they don't want it to be Wi-Fi going to your modem. They want it to be going uh, a wired connection to your router, to your modem. Like, you know, I think there's some games that would basically require that. Oh. Um, but I guess, I honestly, I feel maybe we're just both a little confused on this because... I mean, I, I know I one game. Any games. Oh, you like, do? Like, I think maybe something like... Planet Side Two, like you can interact with like hundreds of other players at the same exact yes. time in the smallest area. I think you're right. Because that one, yeah, I that's think a, you need like 150 to 200 megabits. Like that actually, okay, so that makes sense. That is a turnoff for me because I was playing that game and I just remember being so aggravated. It was such a pain. I constantly was just like dying from something that happened like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> It was like great, and yeah, I've always hated yeah. when that happens. So okay, that is a good point because that did that did cause me to be that way. I think they've since like said that they've made it a lot smoother, but I don't know. 
I don't know how well how that is. Lastly, but not at least, not not least, you know. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Lastly, but not least, is this okay? A freemium game with microtransactions. You would expect it to become a pay-for-play environment. But a fair amount of people who have remarked about how awesomely fair the game is and how you can still win matches without putting any money into it at all. Can you think of any other freemium games that are fair to all their users, not just the ones who put money into it? Um, honestly, I don't know. Like, there's... There's a ton of games that I could probably think about if I took if I put time into it, but I don't, I don't know. Like like there's Escape from Tarkov, but I don't I need to get back into that before I start. EFT is not a the, premium. When I first started playing, yeah, you have to pay for that's that true. to play. It. That's right. Never mind. That's right. Because you but okay. What I'm more thinking of is if you put extra money in, you just have better options. Yeah. Well, yeah, Warframe. Warframe, and as Venom said, doesn't require you to pay for to advance. So, like, I mm-hmm. get that. Cause I guess that could be. Oh, quickly, quickly, I'm gonna stray away. There's something we forgot. The constant support for the game from Riot is another big reason. Instead of moving on and forgetting about it, Riot is continually updating the game, and as well as adding a whole bunch of new things to it. Mm-hmm. All right, so now, step. So, do you ag- so if the guest is still here, I believe he is. So, Venom, do you think that uh, do you agree with any of these points? And what are your favorite things about the game currently? Honestly, the constant support, the fact that it doesn't just hasn't fall off and died yet. I can't remember what anniversary they're on, but I know like it might have been last year, or just the year before. And it's like, hey, yeah, you know, we're still here. We're a big running game still. And it's not like one of those games where it's just up to be up because they're making money. They're they're still, you know, constantly working on buffing or nerfing certain characters, reworking older characters and bringing them back in, um, dropping in new characters. You know, there's always something for the community to do. So it doesn't it really doesn't seem like it's going to slow down anytime soon. Yeah, I personally think it's I feel insane. like the model of it... It's, yeah. it's been 10 years. 10 years and a few months since the initial that's release it. date of the game. So that's pretty crazy yeah. how long they've been working on it and not even thinking about a part two from what I see. Yeah, I feel like they have a great model for what they're doing. I mean, they have a perfect balance. So people that are like, you know what? This is such a good game. I don't mind paying this for this character. I, and you even said that earlier, you know, like, you know what, I'm going to help, help the developers like for this and this, like I, I'm going to try these characters out, but it's because they've already built this great foundation of a game that people are just like, you know what, fine. This sounds, this is not a big deal to me to spend 10, 20 on this. Cause I never spent anything before. Exactly. They, they give it to you in a way where you can play the game for free. And there's options to where you go, you know what? I love what they're doing here. Let me help you out, you know? And that that's exactly it. The, the game is perfect for that. There's not many games out there that are like that, where you have that option to go, you know what? I really don't have the money, but I can enjoy this game. 
without it. So hooray, when I have the money, I'll dump it into it. Most of them are like, Oh, I need to spend like $5 or $10 just to advance to this one point or, Oh, there's new DLC coming out and I got to go get this pack. If I ever want to play with my friends again, you know, and those kind of things. <laughs> yeah. Like arc. Yeah. <laughs> Every DLC, you don't get that DLC. You're behind. Oh my God. Arma three. Holy, you need to just, oh, too, just yeah. to fly a helicopter. You need to pay like $30. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hated armor for that. So, <laughs> someone said in chat, Diablo is. I believe so. Yeah, I actually tried Diablo. Really liked it. And now I'm pissed off that I have to pay for it. Uh, <laughs> I had a buddy that uh, when we were, when uh, Diablo, I think it was when Diablo two released. He he spent like a hundred and fifteen dollars on somebody some character that somebody like leveled up on like eBay and got screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing at him for so long because we were all like gaming buddies, and I was like, "You, you, would you use your like birthday money to try to be cooler than everybody else?" <laughs> that was the first time I was like, "Man, I didn't think games would ever be like this." Right. Next up is the five things people hate about League, and our first point is Dodgers. Like most game, like most team-based online multiplayer games, it can really suck when it seems like. You're already set and ready to go, and then someone just exits the team apparently, and then there's this is an issue from a lot of league players, and just like they've the always Brooklyn complained Dodgers, about it. You just go and leave. Oh yeah, I have always hated that. Not only in league though, I've se I've seen that in a lot of streamers, just like every game, like Rocket League or something. There's always a team that'll end up leaving a teammate. Mm. So, Booyah, I've mm -hmm. got a question for you. Have you ever had this happen in a game, and how did you feel? Oh. Wow, my voice just died. <laughs> Man, I, I, I don't know. There's usually, I think I should have like a counter, you know, like a, it's been this long, you know, since someone has left the game, you know, for, because they weren't godlike, you know, <laughs> and they got shot twice in the face. Yeah. Now they're done, you know, or, or somebody just got, like some jungler came and stabbed him in the back and he wasn't prepared for it. So he's done now. Now the game's over because we don't have the right amount of players. And I think that is a big problem with games because some games do try to get a player in there. They try to figure out how to get a player in there. Most of the time, it still takes some time. But, I mean, that like, I would say 90% of the games where that happens often, like a ridiculous amount of times, that function is not there. And basically, everybody else on that team is just left just trying to not get completely massacred. Yeah. And that's their only goal. They know they're going to lose games. or whatever's going to happen. There's certain games out oh, there yeah, that's right how I now. Felt. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of games out there right now that'll like give you either a bot or they'll make sure that, that your loss stat is prevented. Like maybe call the. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Ain, Call of Duty Mobile really tries to keep that uh, team's balance, and this is true. I always hated, like, having three people on my team while there's just, like, six on the offense. It's disgustingly annoying, but they have the lost stat preventions out there or bots that'll fill in for your teammates. Yeah, I was playing Spec Ops earlier on Modern Warfare, and people even that all the time. They're just, I, don't, I don't know if it's disconnects or whatever, but at first, nobody was, like, it was always just understood, you know, we're just 
they're, they're stuck without one. Lately, it seems that they are trying to hop in, and they like I've hopped in on a late game. So Call of Duty does do that, and yes, it's nice to be like, oh, good, we're back to four. It's just there's no guarantee that they're not gonna just be standing there and doing nothing. Sorry to be so dark there. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry, are still a problem. They always, it always is gonna happen. It's always gonna. So somebody's just gonna, somebody's just gonna go. Oh, I'm not doing this and leave. And what, what kind of penalty is there for that? I don't know. I think there's like a 30 minute ban. Would you know, Venom? They hit you with a ban. Uh, the initial, you can't queue up for a match for like 30 minutes. But if you're repeatedly going and dropping out of matches they hit you with a longer one. Uh, sometimes, like, if it's an internet connection issue, you could sit there and try to prove it and fight it. But, yeah, you'll start losing rank. If you're playing in ranked matches, your rank just gets destroyed. Because, like, losses alone hurt your rank. But forfeits or DCs like that just dwindle you down so fast. Same here, Miss Pac-Man. I feel the same. I didn't mean to say... I meant to say Mr. I don't know if I said it too fast and said <laughs> but mr Batman, yeah i feel the same way i feel like I, it's in a lot of games like that where it's just like we start the game and it's like what the person what what did they not get like they hit click let's join went through the whole process join the game we're in there now we're now stuck in this team configuration and some person just like i just don't get it i would make more sense if it was constantly happening at random times throughout the game, but you find them in too often like certain areas where people are leaving. I hope people don't have those like, because there's people that have those where you can pull your your Cat 6 cable right out of the back of your modem, like with a string or something. So the moment like something goes wrong, you just pull that string, your internet connection is done. <laughs> I know people did that for um, the, uh, we call it the Grand Theft Auto uh, Criminal Mastermind high, like heist completion. And uh, if anybody dies, you have to start all the way over, and it could take like, like our first try was like, oh. like 12 plus hours. Black Ops 2 on PS3. Uh, connecting to host, looking for a host, migrating host. That junk was annoying. <laughs> that reminds uh. me of uh, SOCOM. I think it was SOCOM 4, the PS3. I, I remember that when I was playing then, I, that was when I was like, PlayStation needs to start charging for their servers. Otherwise, it's just going to be this poop forever. Now look where we are. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, uh, I've got a question for you. Yep. Um, can you think of any logical reason? anyone would intentionally let themselves get wasted and feed experience to the other team. Hmm. Probably, as Mr. Pac-Man says, uh, maybe like the Dodgers are set up by a team to join the other team, then drop out so their team wins. But like that would be illogical sometimes because during match, there's not a lot of migration, so you can't like be able to pinpoint that specific server and join in while the match is already in process so it, it, it depends very much so uh some people just get really annoyed and maybe just try to disconnect because they their team isn't where they want them to be 
and I can get that. I've done that before. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I I don't like dodges though. I I I used to do that as a kid on I'd say like BO2. I would get mad because I got killed like six times in a row, and I was just like, and then turn my PlayStation off. Oh god, <laughs> always hated that. Hold a power button and the eject button to a hard reset. <laughs> yeah. What is the worst time you ever you were trolled in a game? Uh, wait. We didn't even ask, read the question. The the whole point. I actually, I actually skipped past. I apologize. Um. So the last pick for this, uh, apparently getting the last pick of your of your hero in ranked games pretty well leaves you at the mercy of your teammates and oftentimes prevents you from playing as your preferred heroes. This is also the number one reason for team dodging. Uh, what would you say about that, Venom? It's god-awful. But it's not <laughs> wrong. If you get the last well pick... Said. So, not only are you at the mercy of your team in a draft match, you're at the mercy of the other team. The teams both get a chance to vote to ban a certain character to be played. Mm -hmm. So, at that point, if the opposite team bans what you're running, you're out of a character and you got to go to the well for something else. And, it, and also with the draft, so when you go into a draft match looking to queue up, you put in two different uh, types you want to be, whether it's bottom lane, top lane, support, mid, or jungle. So whatever you get thrown into a match with, it'll tell you, okay, you were selected in this match for this role. So say I go jungle, then the enemy bans that character. Okay, now I've got to find something else. Or the enemy team can pick that other character and unlike, you know, how they have an Overwatch where you have two Divas or two Genjis running around on opposite sides of the map, if the enemy team picks that character, that's it. You have, you, you don't get that character anymore. So, yeah. Oh. It, I mean, it's frustrating, but if you're going in there to play the game and you've been playing it for, because you have to reach a certain level of the game to be able to even hit ranked matches to begin with pretty sure it's like 25 or 30 that you've got to hit before you could even jump into a ranked match so at that point you've got to have experience with at least a few others in each slot to where you could have a fallback but yeah w once you're in there once you're in that you can't change your designation unless you know because the team your team has already picked their characters you can't change your role you know you're you're set you're stuck in there and you just got to roll with it and, you know, hope that you've either got a secondary character that fits that role or there's a free-to-play character that fits that role that you're not horrible with. So it's, mm -hmm. uh, it can be a fun mess. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't agree with people rage quitting and dropping out, but I can see why they would because it, it's definitely anger-inducing. Hmm. Gotcha. Especially if you're probably trying to work on that one hero alone. Right, trying to level up their mastery so you can get better skins and stuff with them, exactly. Mm. I defer to you. What's that? I defer to you. You can move it along. Oh, okay. All right. So, so then <laughs> our next up topic 
on this point is feeders. I guess you could call these guys a different type of troll, but in League of Legends, you progress the more you destroy the opposition. And this can be an issue when you have a teammate who is constantly feeding progress to the other team. Apparently, even just one of these guys can make a winning team a losing team fairly quickly as well. And people get extremely heated about it. And I've also seen a lot of arguments in the chat about stuff like that whenever I see streamers play the game or whenever my friends play it. So, Booyah, can you think of any logical reason why anyone would intentionally let themselves get wasted to feed experience to the other team? I think you asked me that before, but now it's time for you to answer. I was... Yeah. I... I see it any reason. Like, there's... I think the main reason is especially we're all here a part of any streamer that wants to look great any streamer that wants to appear like some professional if that's their goal uh, I, I would I would see a lot of times where I feel like it's especially you, you saw it easily in PUBG that was where you would it would be clear as day. That person was watching the stream. They knew where they were at. They went to that location and didn't fire around. They had probably no weapons, not even a helmet. They would stand around and wait to get shot in the face. Probably have like be honking their horn to let somebody know they're there. And the even the streamers would come in all the time and comment on it because they would be noticed. They'd be like, oh, here's that one person again, another stream sniper. And they would call them a stream sniper, talking crap about that person who's helping them on purpose. Oh, yeah. So I, I definitely see, like, it's just times when it's like, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. A lot of times you see feeding, it's people with Smurf accounts. It's mm -hmm. so they've already got their one account ranked. And they're just jumping in, trying to get lucky to get into their friends to help them get ranked and make them look like gods. Mm -hmm. So that that's happens a lot in Overwatch. Yes, yeah, it's toxic for sure. Yeah, that it definitely adds a lot of toxicity, and it's at its at its heart, it is toxic. But at face value, it almost looks like it's just like um, playful and childish, childlike, yeah. I guess, not childish. But it just kind of feels like at, on its face value, it feels a little bit more like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. It's like, okay, well, the what's his name, whatever streamer, blah, 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 streamer went into that match and got 35 kills. And uh, their last best was like four, you know? It's like, yeah, I'm going to have a problem with that because I, I just don't see how all these people got shot in the face. I think they all hopped in the way of your your weapon anyways i digress on that because that's more of where i get aggravated because that takes a lot of skill you know to like go around and not die and all these people are going around making sure they don't die until you shoot them oh uh, because they're just like they're just watching that person stream trying to get to that location so that they could die by their bullet <laughs> Reminds me of the shmoo. What do we call it in the explanation from Lucky Number 11? Alright. Mm -hmm. So, another reason why people would dislike um, League is because of them being the last pick. Apparently, getting last pick 
of your hero in ranked games is it basically leaves you at the mercy of your teammates and oftentimes prevent you from, you know, choosing your preferred hero. This is a, a, the biggest reason why people would do team dodging. And I can understand that. I like being my own my own character without people having to steal it. So if I could be the first one to choose, I would always choose my my character first. So, Booyah, how would you feel about having to pick the character? I did not hear, the, hear you do this one. I did. Um, I feel about those. Uh, which I one? think it's because we're out of place. We like yeah. completely went out of place. It was last pick underneath um, a key four H on the second page. Okay. Have you got a character? Oh, so how how do I feel about picking anybody that would specifically maybe not be somebody I can be it's not my best character but i will be put in the proper place for my team mm-hmm. um no I, I, that i feel is like an obligation i i feel it's an obligation especially if you're like the last pick now that i've learned a little bit more about the the that and i feel like the the reason for that pick picking process is to get you to one want to be great with more than one character and two hopefully the 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 developers are probably th- hopefully hoping that you're gonna go. I'm sick of this. I want this character now and go buy it. Yeah. I feel like that has multiple effects, but I would have no problem switching whoever I need to be in order to help the team. All right. So I'm gonna get on to trolls. Like in any online game, there's always gonna be a annoying trolls. Apparently, they can get extremely bad in League of Legends. And especially when they're your teammate. So, Booyah, what is the worst time you've been trolled in a game? Worst time I've been trolled in a game? The one that I can remember the most was, like, it was Escape from Tarkov. And people were like, hey, come on, we really, we really want to squad up. We're going to get together. We're going to go with this thing. I, I had just got into the game. I had no idea what was going on. I, at, at this, this The game was new. I don't even think squads were a thing. It was like, hey, we're going to go together. We're going to go, like, you know, we're going to teach you how to get through this. And then, like whatever so i spawn in they shoot me in the face they teabag me uh, a few times take all my gear and then laugh at me and then leave i, n- I know what those are yeah those those aren't even necessary they're 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 trolls but they're those are people who are just trying to gain the most out of their inventory it's like catfishing, especially by basically. Team. yeah ex- exactly it's like catfishing for gamers you're putting a face on that is not true like you're thinking that, oh, this is my teammate, this is my dude, I'm going to protect them all the way through, and then you see that they just start shooting at you. The most ridiculous thing ever. And it, it hasn't happened to me yet, but it's happened to some of my friends. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So another thing, sore losers. We suppose that being one of the most popular, if not, is not the, the most popular, MOBA-styled games, that the sheer amount of traffic would also bring on more players of every type, including the toxic ones. However, this doesn't excuse a player from being a sore loser, and of that, there are apparently a lot in League of Legends, especially, it seems, among the professionals. It is always surprising how serious a player can take the game, as such as this, from what we can tell, insults, threats, and otherwise poor sportsmanship is common in League. So... Oh yeah, what is the worst experience you've had with a soy loser, and how does it affect you? How did it? Oh man, a sore loser. 
Oh, that I, I'd say that has to be in Counter Strike when it was getting really serious and <laughs> we were playing pretty crazy uh, scrimmages. We we're playing like fifteen a day, and this this guy just went nuts. The only thing I could think of in comparison is if you've ever watched a dude that screams like, boom, headshot, you know? <laughs> if you've ever seen that guy, and whenever he's like, whenever they do that small video when he's at his house and he's playing from his computer and like, he gets shot and like all of a sudden he like starts freaking out, you know? He's like screaming at the top of his lungs. That's the only thing I could compare this guy to. And I think, I think a lot of it had to do, it was one of the, it was during that, match that I got an ace with a scout and it was beautiful that doesn't happen often and later on in the match I killed him with a flashbang so there was some things that just don't happen that often that this dude just went off the deep end and I just remember being like man I just gotta I just gotta remember to never be like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah ever let's try to do my best to be like you know what i'm sitting in front of a computer playing a video game how bad is it (laughs) how bad is it life really yeah all right so venom got a question for you do you agree with any of these points and what are some of the ideas that you could bring to riot for improving the game i don't know if there's enough time in the day for that (laughs) (laughs) so many ideas yeah, but so, many, and, so much room for activities. The problem is application, you know, because how can you tell who's using the Smurf account to troll? Mm-hmm. The only the only thing that could be policed harder is like the end game chat. The whole, you know, when when you get hit with the oh this guy is horrible, he sucks, he's feeding, you know, KYS uninstall game. I'm like I like like you just said, Booyah, you're sitting in front of a computer. And if you're taking your gaming seriously, you've spent maybe up to a thousand, if not more, on your computer, and then whatever else you've crunched into these games. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need you to check your privilege at the door and realize you're playing a video game and calm down, champ. We're all here to have fun mm-hmm. at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Like, yeah, that I think I think where it comes down to that, like the game companies need to be able to decipher your MAC address specifically. And your Wi-Fi and your LAN MAC address. So that way, you use a VPN with a new account, you're still going to have to register with your MAC address. Because if you're connecting to a gaming server using a VPN, you're still using your account, whatever account you're trying to use. That needs to be connected to your MAC address. Then, that's the sa- that would be like the same as you hacking a Switch. And then they ban your Switch. I don't know if you've heard about that, but they will ban your Switch. You won't be able to use it. If you oh, use it. yeah. Play games. Huh? Yeah, they're like broken Xbox. Jailbreak your thing, it's over. They, I'm, yeah, I know people who jailbreak it so often and haven't got any like repercussions for it. Because you don't even, when you jailbreak it, you don't even, well, for certain ones, you don't even have access to online. Like you can't play anything online. You can't log into anything can't online. Yeah, you you literally can't. So if if they found out, the only way to properly stop you from doing anything like pirating or 
other stuff is by completely bricking your system, which is a very hard thing to do unless you can like mm-hmm. find their exact uh account and stop them or something, but it's a pretty hard thing to do. Yeah. Venom uh let me add is I don't know. This is a question from just me. Are there like mods or anything that's I've seen websites and things that you can install on your computer that kind of gives you a better loadout option. I've seen people with videos like or YouTube like like this, like ads saying if you if you like use this, then all you have to do is click this and it'll take care of this and you'll never have to buy anything. It'll you'll it'll know everything that you're doing in that game and take care of it all. Is there anything that you would be like? Watch out for this one, and this one works. Honestly, when it comes to that stuff, I'm kind of naive. I haven't seen a lot of like botting or you kind of like you know the like mod controllers for first person shooters to like have auto buttons. I know that I'm just the, speaking League of Legends. Like, well, yeah, I, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I haven't seen that in League. Like the most I know you can really do is if you get like a super sensitive computer or a not computer but keyboard. So like you breathe on the you breathe on the keyboard and it's it's hitting off your your moves and stuff like that but mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if there's I'm I'm sure there is. I'm sure I just haven't run into it, but I don't know if there's an actual like application or use for that because I've not I've not run into it. The the worst experience I've ever run into in league is either shoddy internet or somebody just going up, oh, well, I didn't build my character the way I wanted to because it's a bad lane matchup and I'm just going to bail. And then, or or just toxic speak in there. But yeah, I've not seen, I've not seen any form of like mods that you can actually Well, use I guess it's not more league. of a mod. It's like a app that you can download or maybe it's just a website that you go to while you're in game and like a cheater macro. Well, no, not not a cheater macro. It's this dude was advertising on like YouTube for this and it was like a it was like a whenever I looked at it I was like, "Okay, this doesn't seem like garbage, you know, like it is it had all the 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 normal feeling of something legitimate and this guy was just okay if you're playing this game and you you had to pick this character, like it, you're logged into your account, your League of Legends account through whatever this thing is, and it would see your team comp, see who you picked, see where you're playing, and it'll help you. You it'll automatically choose what you should buy, or it'll help you choose what you should buy. So it's just like a, it was more of like it seemed like it was more of like a yes. So. I didn't even know if the, that, so it doesn't really sound like they're that much of a thing. Yeah, that that's news. I mean, I don't, I don't see how that's I mean, stuff like that's a bad thing though. Like I know people complain about it, but I'm not complaining about it. I was wondering how. if you mm-hmm. Oh no, 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 I'm not saying you were. I'm saying I, I know that there are people out there that will complain about people using strategy guides or, or looking up build guides and, you know, they go back in my day when I was a pioneer of this game, I had to learn it all myself, but it's like, Mm-hmm. Isn't that what you do for like games like Rainbow Six Siege? People play the game based off of how they see their favorite streamer or how they see like guides on YouTube. That's kind of like help, but not cheating unless you're like using actual cheats. Right, like, exactly. The same loadout. Like I, I had, I had to, I had to research 
my characters in Smite, and I assume I would have to do the exact same thing if I picked a character in League of Legends, and I'd have to do research to kind of find out, be like, no, the one that I picked because it looked like a cool icon is actually not useful for my character at all, and I wouldn't have known that because I didn't research it. So that's, it's, I feel right. like this would it, be one of those things that it's for those people that don't actually want to do that research. Exactly. And you, you've got to, like, but that's with any game, especially if you're trying to, like, if you're doing nothing but bots and you want to run around, you can, you can kind of learn eventually on the fly and figure out different matchups. But if you're going in and you're trying to play comp and trying to get your rank up, it, there's no shame in going and looking and going, okay, this is a competitive build. Uh, this is, this is the, matchups i'm normally running into so what's good against this the, i keep running into this one character and i'm getting destroyed by, by this one specific character so what abilities make them great what you know what do i need to like what items do i need to build in game you know mm -hmm. and not only like the in-game items that you're purchasing as you're progressing your levels but there's strategies behind you know rune pages on you know the different specific perks that you could build out certain characters go purely off ability damage so you can build a rune page that will sit there and accentuate your ability damage and let you you basically build a glass cannon sure you're going to be squishy but you're going to sit there and build your character to you while you might take a few hits and die the damage that you're putting out is going to get, it's just going to slap them upside the head. So it kind of balances it out, but mm -hmm. you know, strategy and learning, you know, work smarter, not harder. If somebody's already out there and learned it and they're putting it out there, teaching you, you're foolish to not learn and teach or, or to be taught from a game, you know? Yeah, I can get that. Okay. So, so I've got a question for you about, about that app. That thing yeah. that I just says about it just sounds like a shortcut. That's yeah. all it sounds like. Yeah. And, and, the, and like, like there's shortcut. differences, like, because that thing's building, if it's doing what you're saying, it's reading the teams, and it's kind of telling you, okay, do this and do that. So I, I could see where that's, you know, you know, like inputting a cheat code or a, or a game shark, like, oh, in this situation, do this. But I mean, if it was sitting there saying, here's why, that might be something. Right, right. Like that and that's the difference between researching it on your own and looking at guides and, and character builds versus it's going I see you're getting, you know, getting all these kills and it looks like you're feeding to this one character. If you go back, purchase this, this and this, you'll be unstoppable. And you know, so there's mm -hmm. there's fine lines to it. And yeah. and and also, like, if you're doing it in a pinch and you freak and it's like, okay, let me, let me follow this or let me use this thing. But if you don't learn from it, then yeah, it, it just tends to be like you're coasting and cheat. Uh, yeah, I can get. That. So quickly, I've got a question for you. So what is, what is like the big option for item equips? Like, how does it all work? How does it all come together, especially for the characters or the gameplay style that you're going for like how does it all work so a lot of it has to do with who you're playing what lane you're in and uh sometimes even what you're up against 
each character has their own builds and can be built for um, whether they're running in the jungle or a mid lane or the different progressions. So if you're running lanes, you don't really need um, like an on-hit heal because you're sitting there and you're gaining experience far faster just by being in a lane so you can pop, and you're able to pop in and out quicker. Whereas in the jungle, you're kind of alone fighting these things. You don't have a support and you're jumping in the thick of it. You need like a lifesteal to keep building you up. So it's always situational depending on where you're in. You can notice, so say, you know, you're running a mid lane and you notice that you're up against a mage rather than a marksman. So you know they're going to be doing ability damage. You can boost and build, like buy specific items to boost your you know, ability damage defense so you're not getting you know, hit as hard. So it's just like a normal hit versus you, know, you being a character that's not quite built towards the ability defense and you're just like one or two magic shots and you're done. You know, so it helps to turn the tide from a matchup. Each character themselves has a generic build and like a recommended, hey, you know, we notice you're in this role and this is your character. So you should start with these starting items and go from there. And then it's like, you know, these items are essential to this character. So the, the game doesn't tell you what to do, but it goes, hey, this is what we recommend you start off with. This is what we recommend you focusing on building. And these down here are situational builds, like items that you could purchase and pick up, depending on what you're running into. Uh. So um, there's a, a big area for customization. Like you can have two different people playing the same character, but not build it the same way. Okay. I have a question for you about from a noob. In those situations where you're you're not you're you're trying to learn yourself and you're going through those items when you're standing in that area and purchasing at the very beginning, or even like you've died and you've kind of got a better idea of who you're facing, like me, if I'm a noob and I don't know as much what's going on, and I'm sitting there, how much how long before someone is going, okay, he's trying to figure out his items to get back in the fight, hurry up. Is there like ah. a hurry up thing or can I, cause I've, every time I've sat there, I kind of felt rude. I was like, man, I'm just reading these. It depends. It really depends. It, like if you're in a rank, you're going to have people oh, yeah. crying <laughs> because they expect yeah. you to be that far up. But in a, in a, a co-op versus bot, or a normal non-ranked, you know, blind pick. Usually it's a little more forgiving. Especially like the newer players will kind of go in like if you're feeling bad it's like hey, you know, bear with me. I'm new. I'm still trying to just like get experience going up against players. Um but it's it's really all situational on when to jump out honestly. You could sit sometimes if if your team is in a good place, you've got all the time in the world to read and figure it out. Sometimes, you know, you're just getting trounced in your lane and you've got to jump right back in. So it's like, well, I hope this works. And if you hop out, you just got to go back in. And if you die again, okay, that didn't work. Why? And you could just sell that item. You know, that item's not working. Let me go to this. On your death, 
Oh it my gosh, you, I didn't know that. On your death, it gives you a um, a description on what killed you, what was the damage type, and you could kind of go from there on adjusting your build on the fly. So it, oh, wow. it's really nice. Yeah, like you could literally have one go-to build and run it constantly. And there will be a, a situation in a, in a game that comes up where you go, well, this isn't going to cut it. I've got to switch. <laughs> and even mid-game, you, you could have a plan going on and they could build something to kind of tweak themselves. And it's like, oh, crap, this ain't it. You sell it. You get all the coins that you've put into that thing back. And then, boom, jump back in. <laughs> all right. Uh, Zyroth, welcome to the stream. So, in conclusion, all in all, this game is a great free-to-play MOBA or multiplayer game, online battle arena game with an ESRB rating of T for teen. Uh, so, I've got a question for you, Viper, again. What are your most common difficulties in playing the game, and what are your favorite things to do? Mm, difficulties would be finding a map. Sometimes, depending on the time of day, the queues can be long. Um, especially in the blind drafts, because when you, when you're sitting there running around waiting, uh, for someone that, so a match to show up, then once you get into a match and then sometimes you could be waiting for like a minute or two, you click ready and somebody else who's got thrown into that queue doesn't click ready. Now you got another two minutes to wait before something pops in. Then once you're in it's like on, on the blind runs, it's a mad dash to go and in the in the in-game chat, like declare what you want. And even mm -hmm. then, you know, say you run in and type mid or support or bot or jungle, even if you declare, you can have that one guy who's like, mm, yeah, even though you said it first, I still want to be jungle or I still want to play this other role. So piss on you. I'm going to do what I want anyway. And it's kind of like you have to know what characters are good for what roles and figure out like, hmm, because unlike games like Overwatch where it's like, hey, you need this or you have too many tanks or this or that, League is just going to let you jump in there and go, you know what, figure it out, you know? And it brings a fun element to it, but it's like uh, at the same time, it's nerve-wracking because it's like, okay, they're using this character. They can go into this or this area and fill that role. Let's see. Are they, you know, what magic items are they using? So, like, be it a flash, a heal, or if they've got the smite feature, to, it, you know, typically that means that they're going to be running the jungle because you just hit that, and it automatically, as it levels, takes, like, five to a 1,000 off of an enemy creature. So it kind of helps you tip the scales. So... Knowing what character does what and what roles they typically run in and then, you know, what items they're taking in because you can see what, you know, magic they've taken as far mm -hmm. as their loadout. So knowing all that in a blind game is crucial. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck, you know, with two people trying the jungle and then let's hope that one of you is nice to concede and move into a lane, and then have a character that can lane and hook up with what the matchup is going on. But out, outside of that, like your your draft picks, the worst thing you really run into uh, 
is your character either being banned or picked by the other team? Because the queue time on a draft game is usually quicker because you've declared what two types of character you want to play already. So it instantly rolls through and say, you know, typically I'll go jungle support or jungle mid. If I can't find the jungler jungle spot, but there's a matchup where somebody's looking for support, boom, thrown right in and you're in your game. You're good to go versus you're waiting forever on a blind pick game. And then it's like, Oh no, you've finally gotten in. And then, well, this guy wants to be the character you want to pick or the role you want to be. So it's like, well, game plan. Do I quit now or do I just fill the role and keep going? Cause I just want to play the game. Those are, those are really the biggest things you run into that are a pain when playing. Makes sense. It does. I honestly think think that I would agree. There's a lot of things that I I think about League, and if I were to actually get into, it, I feel like I would enjoy it if I actually put the time into time and effort into learning it. So Venom, I've got another mm-hmm. question for you. What suggestions would you have for beginners in League, and what makes you keep coming back? I don't know what makes me come back. Honestly, I. Maybe it's always you haven't seen... played in seven years, and you came back recently. Oh well, I mean, it's just it's always been an on and off game. Like it's it's like the call of the wild, if you will. It's just mm-hmm. one thing, you know. You're you're deep in your destiny or something else, and, and then you're watching YouTube videos, and boom, there's an ad for league, and you go, you know what? Mm-hmm. I've got that itch now, or you can't sleep and you're rolling around Twitch trying to find something and you know, they've got the, the league worlds playing and it's like, Oh shit. And you get hype because you're like, I want to do that. Um, but early on, if you can squat up, if you don't have friends that play run through AI versus bot or a co-op versus bot and try to make friends with the people you're playing with, and try to get a squad early because league with a squad is the easiest way to play. It is the funnest way to play when you've already got a squad because one, you can communicate a lot easier talking to your friends or talking to the squad about what you're wanting to do. And then the queue times are, are far smaller because you usually just throwing squads together. So it's easy. Um, but the game, the game is just all around fun. Um, yeah, I, between I... sorry, between the gameplay and just like the hype that they show on, you know, with the the esports leagues and everything, and just the different the different ways you could customize the same character for different situations. It's it's just really enjoyable. Yeah, like if I. I honestly enjoy the fact that you can have squads in the game. Like, is it an actual, like, squad thing where you can invite friends to your team or what? Yeah. So, just like, um, just like in a Call of Duty or Destiny or whatever, or even your Fortnite, you, you link in and you, you go and invite people to your squad. And, you know, there's in-game squad chat and all that to where you're just playing. Otherwise, you're sitting there, like, stuck alone. So, yeah, it's just like, hey, 
it shows you, you know, your friends are on. Boom, send them an invite, you know, and then you're linked up and ready to go. And it keeps you there too, unless, you know, somebody backs out and gets off. Yeah, I can get that. I honestly enjoy the fact that that is a thing in League. I never thought that was an actual, like, working thing that you can do in League. I thought it was like a one-on-one. Oh, yeah, that... You can't you can't literally, like, have a team that you know. I, I, I didn't think it was like that. No, it's actually been there for as long as I can remember since I've been playing. Um, and that's, that's, that's the most fun about League for me is being able to play with my friends. And... I think that's always what kind of brings me back to go back to the last questions. Like every now and then you're talking with people and it's like, they accidentally bring up league and it's like, Oh, you play league. Yeah. I didn't know you played league. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know you played. And next thing you know, you're on a week long league of legends binge because it's like bringing back people together. So it's like, great. Yeah. I really like that. I really like that. That is personally Mm -hmm. to me, one of the best things that you could do in a game like league is just have the ability to team with the people you want to team with if you you know you don't want to be with other people you don't even know like that's that's good so booyah i've got a question for you if you were in the audience and you were watching without knowing anything else about league would you now want to play the game why or why not i would because i found out more information about well if i knew nothing well i found out about junglers and i would consider myself in most games to be a ranged or a mage or like a rogue you know but when it comes down to well i guess rogue being a jungler maybe i don't know but i would just love to be like i don't honestly now hearing everything about it i just want to get into it so eagerly now <laughs> yes, I, there's a few things that i didn't even know were a thing like there's all these things you can do in the jungle You're, there's all these there's all these things all these things that you can do that i kind of just i kind of accepted there was only like a few things you could do because that was always what you see on like the world main or what the world championships are when i watch them for a short amount of time like oh mm-hmm. this person is pressing this button and this person is doing like a whirlwind thing. Cool. That's great. And it was I'm, like boring to me. Yeah. But I might honestly get into it now. Reading into it, it's not something that's like going to bore me. Yeah. Because I've got a few friends on League. My girlfriend plays League like it's her life. It's insane. But I might, I might want to try it at some point. Because I feel like that would be a really cool thing to do. So, I mean, we never know. I feel like League is a very competitive game, so like maybe if I get used to the game and I feel that competitiveness, maybe I'll like it. But since I have never played the game, I don't want people to just criticize me for being like like disgustingly garbage. Right. You know? So that that's gonna be in any game though. Like yeah, no matter of what you jump into, there are gonna be the vets going, "Oh, this guy's garbage." Yeah, but my problem with League is yeah, that yeah, like, but that's because I don't know how to pull out my grenade properly, not because I don't know how to shoot. <laughs> in the face. Yeah, like like for me, for me with like with games like R six, the games like Call of Duty, they're to me they're all the same because they've got like the near same mechanics. W A S and D to move, mouse to look around. You shoot with this. Grenades are near the same button, so I'm kind of used to that. But in all honesty, I feel like honestly. 
the game like League of Legends and uh, what other game is there that's like League of Legends? Let's say you're like, what game Dota was 2? that? Yeah, Dota Two. Dota Two and League of Legends. I'm I'm not used to games like that. You know, there's a lot of games where you could say like I'm a noob at. Like you could be a noob at even if they're first person because the controls are weird. But they're near identical to each other as like the competition wise. So League is, in my opinion, one of those games where I'm not used to it because of the way it is. Because I'm so used to playing these <laughs> first person shooter games, not these top down, uh, more simple games. I'm not used to those games like that. Yeah, I mean, it's in a league of its own. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, the when I got in, the biggest problem for me was I fe- I felt like it was gonna be something like competition. You know, yeah. All, I was gonna try to get into a game, and I was gonna get murked, and I was just gonna be hating life until I played the game for three thousand hours, and then people would, uh, let me play. <laughs> but I <laughs> chose Smite for that reason because it was a little bit more noobish, a little bit more like. Exactly, I like things are cool, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm co- I'm close to my the god that I'm shooting fireballs with." So yeah, that's when I chose that instead, and um, I think that was the lazy option. Yeah. So, to be fair, it, it's not uh, you guys aren't wrong with that um, judgment though, because league is hard to get into early on unless you know people. Right, people to not care if they're playing against AI or low rank stuff. For me, early on, a lot of my friends were just like, Yeah, we play rank, but dude, I'm just glad you're here. Let's help you. I'll play whatever matches I've got to do so we can get you going, get you familiarized. So when I go into rank, I've got a competent team running around. But trust me, early on for me, League was like, uh, scary. I don't know what this is. I need an adult stranger danger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you just, once you get your bearings around you, it, 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 it's there. It's, it's just like any other game. You know, once you see the similarities to it, like, Booyah, you say you play Smite a lot. That, it's just the first or a third person view of it, you know? So. Right. Once you have your bearings with Smite, and then you just learn the the differences. See, for me, going to Smite was hard because the jungle layout is so different, and it messed with me. It was like, oh, I don't know what this is. Everything feels so foreign. But once you play it, you get used to it, and it's like, oh, okay, I see what this is like now. Um, But yeah, a lot of the just getting people in is is it's just like that barrier to entry is oh my god i see it it's an esport it seems so competitive i'm never going to be that good and people don't even try but yeah. you know it's it's definitely something you got to give a try you've got to you got to play in bot games to get your ranks up or your levels up and then once it unlocks pvp stuff you're usually good to go yeah. Hmm. All right. Quickly, before so I guess the problem before anything, uh, Cyber has a question for us. How many trees are in this jungle? Too many. <laughs> it is a <laughs> vast bush of jungly trees. Is it over the river and through the woods? Yes. <laughs> and Grandma is the big bear and waiting to slap you upside the head if you don't act right. 
<laughs> and if you if you treat her right, you get to take her and throw her on the enemies. You're right, though. Oh, that's actually perfect. I would I like the it, mechanic. It, it is wonderful. It's like, hmm, hey, let me talk to you right. Look, look, see, see, now we've had this nice battle. I've respectfully defeated you. Can you please come and help me and clear this lane? Because they're being, you know, they're not being very nice. And they're being mean and bullying us. And they've got us pushed back. And we just need a little help here. Can you give us the advantage? And there you mm -hmm. go, you know? Yeah. You gotta just bring some cookie offerings to the Grandma Baron, and she lets you through. Exactly, and then after the match, everybody has a good feast. That's it, exactly. Perfect. Everybody goes, oh, hey, you know, you did great. Uh, commendation to you, good sir. I'd like to play with you again. And then it's like, hey, you know what? Here's a friend request. You guys worked really good. Maybe we could play again sometimes. That's how you make friends in League. By finding people who have patience. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the the people you go in to find that because there nobody has patience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, ranked and people who take the game too seriously. It's like, oh, uh, I smell yeah. the, I smell the stench on you of of uh, try hard, and I can't get that off. Just go away. <laughs> <laughs> but like every game's got its toxic players and its toxic community, you know. To say one game is toxic and not another is just a lie. There's there's bad people everywhere. You just can't let them ruin the game for you. Oh, Russ. Ten years strong oh. and all those e you know all this esports and popularity, the game's doing something right. It, it's not you, I promise you. It's yeah yeah internet. It's exactly called the internet. Yeah. Some mm -hmm. people forget that they woke up, uh, grew up in the time of the Xbox 360 Live, and. Like, just don't get scared away. If you live through the 360 playing on live and all the mm -hmm. trash talking there, League is a walk in the park. <laughs> like, I'm, I might try out League. I'm not going to lie. I might try it out. But it, it's very much dependent because I don't have the time and energy to try and find out how I'm going to go about playing it. But... I've got people there, and I'm allowed to have people there. That's great. And I will definitely put some time into looking at it. I'm not going to try YouTube it. I'm going to look at it. YouTube is your best friend. Of course. If you're going to be looking and trying to figure it out, YouTube is your best friend. Little beginner guys, they explain everything. Honestly, anybody that's watching, or you guys too, if anybody wants a player to you know, run through and help them. I don't mind. I'm always looking for people and friends to play with on League, so I am more than glad to join in games and help. I'm yeah, not yeah. a pro by any means, yeah. but I've played long enough to give you the right ideas. <laughs> yeah. Anybody wants any help with League of Legends, with champions, stuff like that? I'll there it is. The, link. Mm -hmm. the mobile oh, Linux link? Yeah. Hey, thank goodness. <laughs> right, so th this is good. We had a good conversation, and I enjoyed this. So, in all honesty, whoever hasn't tried League yet, I am going to say this for the first time ever. Go and try it. I, I, I've never actually took the time out to say, like, go try the game, you know? Because I, I, I never liked it as much as... Like I I'm I do now because I'm hearing more about it. So, I mean, if you want to try the game, it go ahead and try it. It's not it doesn't seem bad. 
It's not it's a large not. download and it's free. That's exactly. it. it. It doesn't take much to download. The game is free. A bunch of people play it. If you guys are yeah, poking around. Great too. Yeah, it's not like one of those dead games where it's like, oh, I want to try this, but I can't get a match because I don't know people, you know? Yeah. Um, it's open. It's out there. If you look at the the stream team, there's so many different people that play it. So if you don't want to go and watch somebody random, you know, you, you hit up the CyberCorp page and there's at least at any given time, like four or five people on that live tab playing league that you could poke in and watch and learn about the game some more. So I think I'm going to be playing some basic league in about an, like I'll be, I might actually stream some league for a little bit after, um, at about, I get in about an hour. I got to feed the dogs, but (laughs) I might be, I, I, uh, I'll be around and I'll be doing really noobish, basic, stupid stuff. You can laugh at me. I might have well, to join you, depending on what I'm like. I know tonight when I streamed, that was what I was gonna do. You guys got me all mm-hmm. hyped up on league, right? So I think I gotta do it for yeah, sure, man. Same here. Just because of this podcast, I have to do it. Like now, it's it's my legal obligation. I must. Obligation. <laughs> Cyber somewhere sitting in the back with a gun to your head. You must play league now. We just finished talking about it. <laughs> you don't play I league. You're fired. League. Obey your cyber overlord. <laughs> no league. You're fired. No league, right. no job. Yeah. Everybody quits. Everybody's done. <laughs> Everybody oh, that was, quits. That was that was great. Great. All the information I ever needed, I'm done. I've got all the information to never want to look at the game again. Did <laughs> they get murdered by Simon? So much. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should. We should get. A, we should get a group together and just all of us running and play. I mean. It's just it yeah. is fun, and especially when you got people to talk to and chill with, the game is so much more inviting. You yeah, know, it, it's one of those games where it's easy on new people, but it's a hell of a lot easier if you've got people to play with. So we just gotta be active and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna go play League. Anybody want to join me failing at this game?" <laughs> exactly. Might be surprised. Next thing you know, you win together. Yeah, I personally oh, think. I personally think that I might try it out. Like I'm, I'm going to keep saying it as much as I possibly can because I know I'm going to end up trying it out. Just think about it like this: your lady friend will be pleased with you if you do. It's like, oh my god, you're playing league with me! Yay! <laughs> as long as you don't embarrass her in front of the rest of her team, and then it's like, oh no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the big problem. If I ever play with my my uh, my friends or my girlfriend while she's streaming, she's gonna have the worst time ever. Be like, oh, this guy is terrible. Why did I agree to this? <laughs> uh, but this this was fun. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. We've got a few minutes after before we end the stream. So if you guys want to, we can just talk about something extra because we are done with the lead topic at this moment. Well, my wife played Counter-Strike Source with me for a while. Oh, sheesh. I haven't heard about CSS in a little while. How is it right now? Any improvements? I'm, I'm played in so. Actually, I played like four months ago. I don't think there's any improvements, but it's the same people are still playing in the same servers. Oh yeah. So I mean, I mean, there's there's like three or four servers in in the United States that are still packed. Yeah, there's something I've been wanting to talk about for a little while. Coming. Actually, have you guys heard of GeForce Now? GeForce. Oh, I saw a thing on that. Yeah, it's like a cloud gaming service. 
Yeah, you buy all your games and whatever, and you can play it off of GeForce Now. There's some issues going on right now where games from Activision and Blizzard, as well as Bethesda, even though nobody cares about Bethesda, are getting removed from the GeForce Now, you know, their place, their pages. Because you're not buying... Mm -hmm. Like, like uh, let's say Google Stadia, you're not buy rebuying the games. Whatever game you've already bought that's on your Steam or your list, you can play within GeForce Now. It's giving you a computer that's like, you know amazing but um so people are taking it as hey this game uh geforce now is like uh stealing our profit for some reason even though geforce now isn't reselling anything and they're taking games off of geforce now's space and it's kind of ridiculous to me what do you think about that the companies are probably just too used to uh, if it's another console or another thing they just get another paycheck yeah, exactly. That's, if they develop a game, that's why they want. That's why they don't want cross-platform. That way, some like a lot of people spend extra money on another PlayStation because they need to play with their friends because they got an Xbox for their birthday or something. So they bought all these games, and then now you can't play those games on this other thing until you give that same company that you've already been playing been around for a very long time. I feel like that's just. That comes from that kind of thinking. Yeah, those companies just want more paychecks. It's a, it's a cash grab, and it's horrible. It's like you look at Call of Duty was the most was the biggest game so far to bring out cross platform, and it's yes. working. Yeah, you yeah. know, Beautiful. people can argue Fortnite did it or Apex or Rocket League, but those are like minor baby games or whatever they want. But when you've got Call of Duty doing it. Every other company need, now needs to take notice, and there's no excuse at all exactly. to ever have that where cross-platform can't be a thing. Yeah, especially well, with cross-platform like, is the new Halo. Oh I mean, yeah, Halo Master Chief Collection. I could not believe, like, when that was released, that it was not cross cross-platform. I could even their own Xbox. I could. You yeah. cannot cross-platform to Xbox Live. Think, Even from a Microsoft computer, I think and the reason I, you can't just they could have they could have doubled their audience immediately for Halo if they would have allowed that cross platform. Because once Halo Infinite comes out, if they have cross platform amongst the PC and the Xbox, that that game now is poised to be right up there with Call of Duty. Yeah, I, I have I have an Otherwise, idea. Otherwise, just another Halo. Yeah, I've got an idea why they can't do all the cross-platform stuff. Is because not only are they focusing on their new Halo game that might be coming out soon, they don't want to spend all the time having to fix all the servers for the cross-platform because the game already did at some point come out on PC. Like if you think about it, certain games like no, Halo, I know, I know, it's like been the old out. Halos they came out on it. PC. Yeah, because so, every Halo gets a new engine. Yeah, so to keep the one the, of them gets another engine. They're up yeah. to like. 11 or 13 or it's like a, something like 11 game engines for all of their for all their games because they just now included unreal engine 4 to take care of all of their ui on the pc and they definitely they have it's not having to fix anything they have the infrastructure in place to allow microsoft based games to be played on their own xbox live servers they do it all the time with a lot of games yeah, and you can cross-platform as long as you play with the if with Windows and Xbox. Yeah, it's just weird that one of their plat like one of their prime 
games just doesn't have that. I was just I was expecting it and I was very disappointed. And it makes no sense. Not not in the sense that I'm not gonna play it because I'm a part of the the flight test program, so I play in all the closed betas before they come out and Same here. they're great. It's just for me, I'm not too I'm not too confused about the server thing because like maybe maybe the reason they needed to do that was to keep the servers going properly and like the way they wanted to because PC on PC that's how people wanted it for a long time so maybe they were just thinking hey we can do cross platform at some point but right now let's keep the servers where we want it to be and then we can do the cross platform you know like to keep everything in line so that's probably a possibility I I didn't I didn't really think I, it was going to come out on cross platform. Keep- baiting us with it like they keep dangling this possibility of cross-platform over our heads and then the moment the game releases like uh we're working on it yeah i get that yeah and like you see the like and and the comparison of somebody looking like working on it reminds me of the dark knight when they're they are like uh like are you still trying to find the batman and they're like the, the investigation is ongoing and like over on this on the board is like a picture of like Abraham Lincoln or something, you know, like they're not working on it. They're talking about it. I I think there's too much money to be made from not doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why if you look if you look now, uh with Destiny leaving uh Activision, making part of it free to play and bringing in cross save. Cross save is cool. Yeah, that was brilliant. But it's something your licenses are gone. So me playing on the PlayStation 4 for years and having all all the DLC because my my household gives Bungie so much money every time they drop something. <laughs> me and my wife play Destiny religiously. When new stuff comes out, boom, you're getting two DLC packs, you know, season pass and all picked up from this house. But I've got people that play on Xbox also. So the fact that I can transfer my save over is great. But now you're telling me everything I've done up until this point is saved, but I've still got to shell out another, you know, 30 to $60 to get the applicable DLC to play with people. Unless I'm just going to play in like, you know, PVP, that's where a lot of it gets lost for me. Cause it's like, you've gotten my money already. You're just letting me play it on a different platform and move my save over. So why can't you recognize that I have my license for this game when I shift over to? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. That kind of hurt me as well with destiny Two on this last, cause I was, I was poised and ready. I was, top ranked again and the moment that dlc released rng kind of like bit me bit me right in the butt again and (laughs) i kept getting i kept on getting like maybe one light level above what i was at and like my friends are like oh my god i'm like i'm this light level and i'm like how you Mm -hmm. played five hours less than me and it's oh like, my god! Oh, I hate it. I don't know. I must be great. I must just be this awesome person. That the moment I shoot somebody in the head and they drop something, I just get luckier. That's that's why. It's like, and that's <laughs> what? what it's dragged me away from it too. Like I would grind it religiously for since the days of Destiny One up until yeah. I want to say the Forsaken DLC. I would push every game aside 
like Destiny would get majority of my time and maybe on the weekend I would pick something else up. And I was always the leader of the pack on the clan, you know, with the higher um, higher light, better gear and everything. And then all of a sudden they adjust RNG and different things. And it's like, hey, we can't, you know, I can't seem to progress or I'm putting in all this time and my friends who don't have the same amount of time are catching up to me. That's cool. I, you know, I'm not like hurt that they're catching up, but all of a sudden it's like, why put in all this effort if I can't, you know, if, if I'm work isn't just, being rewarded, your luck is yeah. being And so now like the clan dynamic has changed where my buddy's killing it in this game and here I am, you know, slacking off and going, you know what? I'm not even going to try anymore because why let it, why try when I'm just going to get caught up eventually anyway? Yeah, I get that. All right, boys. So thank you for the conversation. We are two minutes over time and I appreciate you guys for stopping by. Whoever stopped by to see this podcast, thank you. And we thank are out for Monday. Let yeah, me say appreciate it, everybody. Gosh. Goodbye. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like, like later, guys. Click. Yeah, <laughs> only one person gets to say goodbye. No, I'm not clicking it yet. One, only one. Okay, we flipped the coin. <laughs> I'm not clicking today. it yet. Don't not worry. Yours. All right. <laughs> <laughs> later, so guys. thank you, thank you, Venom, for stopping by, and Anytime, we'll see you later. Guys. Thank you very much.